Three people on a couch. Today's guest is Kristen Skank. She's a fitness and yoga instructor and entrepreneur. And in my eyes, she's one of the biggest hustlers in the city. And she's hustled her way onto our couch. So Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So excited to be here. Let's get right into it. You just mentioned that you have a, a hot date lined up for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll Let's get into it. Potentially. We'll see. It's kind of up in the area. I, um, I went on a couple of dates with someone. I actually met him. Um, he was at... I went to a comedy show and he was a comedian that was in the front row. So he Ooh. called me out and then he sent him to my DMs. Really? Yeah. Wait, how did he find you? I found him. I followed him. Oh, wait. <laughs> so you slipped into his DMs. Well, he, he slipped into my DMs, but I followed him first. Did you like a few of his photos to make it clear that you like? No. You he just, like immediately messaged me. Like I knew that he like called me attractive when he called me out. So I kind of like, like, okay. like he's like probably into me and then like it ended up happening ended up reaching out to me like, is he someone I... a somewhat famous comedian or is he or was this like an open mic the, he, it's, he's like i mean i think <laughs> he's like <laughs> no it's funny because in my he's mind i imagine like a big deal but then i imagine if it's an open mic comic and like, she's the only one in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> can't call out anyone else I, I he's so attractive it's like no one else i don't really know how big he is but i don't think he's like super famous he definitely performs regularly okay like, yeah so you're um you met him there you've gone on a date already or no, this is the first date. This would be date number three. I've been on oh, two dates. Oh wow! Ago. What was the first date like? Did you go to a comedy show? No, we went out for drinks. It was fun. How long did the date last? Uh, a few hours. Nice. It actually, that's a while. Yeah. Did you guys uh, kiss at the end? We kissed. Ah. I was in, and they walked through my door, which like is unheard of in LA. <laughs> so, do you tell a lot of jokes? He did tell a lot of jokes. He definitely like entertains people around him, which I I like love yeah. funny people. So, and what about the second date? What was that like? Um, we went out for drinks again, um, and yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sex yet. Okay. <laughs> to say. Also just kiss. That was it. Kiss. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like other, like maybe like second phase. I don't know. The second phase again. <laughs> is he an East Coast guy? Is that the vibe you usually go for? Um, he's not an East Coast guy. He's an LA guy, but he sounds like he's from the East okay. Coast. You're from. And he has Italian in him. So. Yeah. You're from Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Whereabouts? Uh, Bergen County. So okay, like I'm from right outside New York City. Yeah. We're you're familiar. A little bit. I'm from Asbury. Okay, cool. I love Asbury. Yeah. So yeah. pony. So my 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 parents grew up in Keyport, which whatever. Um so like my but my mom has since relocated to South Jersey. But my brother's in Jersey City. So when I go back to Jersey, you're I'm all like over. North and south, yeah. Do you uh move to LA when you're when did you move to LA? I moved to LA when I was 23 or 24, I think. Um, kind of on a whim. I always wanted to move to California. Like, not an actress, just always wanted to move out here for the weather, pretty much, like everyone else. You stayed. Yeah, just stayed. I feel like the fact that you didn't move out there, out here for these goals, it's almost like you've been able to keep your happiness higher than the average person that comes out here with stars in their eyes and they're like, all right, I'm depressed as hell now. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think you're right because when I came to LA, it was like I literally came because I watched Saved by the Bell and was like, I wish that we <laughs> didn't have to, like I didn't have to go through winter essentially. So um, my expectations were kind of easily met since the weather was amazing once I got here and, you know. Um, but I think... Like to that same token, like when it comes to like failing or like going after things, like you definitely experience that. And I'm also just the type of person who, when I'm unhappy, I make changes. And I think that is like something people lack. They just kind of 
get complacent. They stay stagnant. I know moving from Hollywood to the West Side was a, a big deal. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I was definitely like ready to move back to the East Coast after living in Hollywood for four years, and then I moved to Santa Monica, and yeah, now I'll never move back. To the really? East Coast. How yeah. close are you to the beach? I'm on 15th, so like 15 bucks. Okay. I'm debating, like, I just feel like you're so far away from everything if you're in Santa Monica. I'm not, though. I like, because this is the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing about being on the West Side. Whenever you go east, there's never traffic. I can go, I worked downtown and it was like a 20 minute commute. Really? Yeah. But when I worked in, I mean, yeah, in the morning, it's like 20 minutes to get, like, I was working like near USC. Uh huh. 20 minute commute. Like, but going west in the morning, it's like an hour. Yeah. So, and then I'm, I work in Beverly Hill. I work in Century City now. So I go to, you know, and I work from home some days, but when I go in, it's like 20, 25 minutes, but that's just because Beverly Hills traffic is annoying. Do you feel like there's like a community in Santa Monica? Like, do you walk around and be like, you know, hey, Stacy, like, hey, Joe, get that cup of coffee. You usual? Like, it's, do you feel that vibe? I do feel, where I live, I feel that vibe 100%. More downtown toward the pier, I get where you wouldn't feel that vibe because it's so touristy. But right. where I live, a hundred percent. Are you close to, to Mar Vista? Um, no. no. Okay. Yeah, that's more toward like Venice, I think, like I east of Venice, yeah. right? Because that has that vibe, from what I understand. That they have that vibe. Yeah, like but it's community. also very residential there. Yeah, where I am, like you kind of have that like mix of residential and city because there's enough businesses around to give it like that. It's walkable, like you could walk to like a cough, like a cafe, mm. but there's also like some housing, you know what I mean? Like so if you go a little bit more north, it's like Montana and like beautiful housing. So um, you kind of get that feel. Do you find that you go to the beach more or just one of those things that's overlooked? Um, I, I, I'm always by the beach, but I'm not necessarily like on the beach, like at the beach, like like down, like living in Jersey, like if I was going to the beach, it's like you're packing up exactly, a, a exactly. van and you're going down the shore and you're staying there for the weekend or for the day. Whereas like, I don't like to sit on the beach anymore. I'm usually like at the waterfront, which is right on the beach, if that makes right. sense. When you have family and friends in town, that's when it's like the pier, the Venice. Totally, totally. What's your take on dating in LA in general? Have you considered like, if I just move back to Jersey, I'm... Could lock it down by now, but I'm dealing with a bunch of psychos and soy boys. I don't necessarily think that. I think dating sucks everywhere you go. Um, why is that? Why is that? I think it's just... I th- <laughs> Tell us, why is dating <laughs> why, suck Why everywhere? does dating suck? I mean, I, I, and it doesn't necessarily have to suck. I think dating is a lot of fun. I love to date. I think it's fun, like, meeting different people. I've dated guys from all different backgrounds, which I think is really cool. That's one thing I really like about LA is instead of just getting stuck dating with the same types of guys, I've gotten a good variety of men. Um, but I just think in like this newer world, like I don't necessarily think that monogamy or like long-term relationships make sense for everyone. I think we're all kind of a, a lot more independent these days. So like we don't, like a lot of us don't want to settle. And then the people that do are just unhappy. I think, which one are you? I'm I'm not, I haven't settled. But you want to settle. I mean, I definitely am, I'm definitely ready to be in like a committed relationship. I, monogamous. A monogamous relationship. I actually was seeing someone, I like, but I basically, have, this is a whole nother topic, but I mean, I basically have been involved with someone for the past two and a half years, but he's married. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but we're is done. It, is it the high we're, profile person? He's not high profile. Okay. No, but I know. It's a whole other. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. We want to hear that story. <laughs> Wait, right. so, I, I can tell. Is it like an, are they in an ethically non-monogamous relationship? They are in. Yeah, like oh, so I get knows, like the wife knows like his about wife it. like knows about me and hates oh. my life and like calls and threatens me. So that's like oh. a whole other thing. But also like <laughs> they have like whatever. This is like way. Too, I I don't say too much but um but yeah it just i like it's something that like i kind i'm just kind of naive but like he also treated me very well so like that's another thing like some i don't know you kind of make sacrifices in certain areas i guess because I, I mean i guess i was hoping that it would eventually i mean i wasn't hoping i was told you know obviously i was told certain things that led me to believe that it could eventually be different than what it was and obviously a lot of time had passed covid whatnot and it's finally like time to move on but I mean, that's another thing. Like I've also dated guys that like don't know how to treat women. So it's mm. like when you have that guy that like stands in between you and the road or like, you know, between the sidewalk and the road, like an yeah. actual gentleman, it's oh, like yeah. very rare these days. So like chivalry isn't dead and it's hard to just. Would you ever consider being in like a, um, a polyamorous relationship? See, I'm like a psychopath though. I'm a Scorpio and super possessive. So like I the thing about me is like in my older years I'm a little bit more pragmatic and logical like I know men want to fuck everything. It's just like in their like actual like chemical makeup whereas like I know for me like I'm sexual but like as if I like someone like I only want that person. I like would feel guilty being with someone else. So it the men are just made up differently so I've been able to kind of like in high school when you get cheated on it's like the worst feeling in the world because it like totally kills your ego. Whereas like, it's still like is a blow to the ego, but it's like this person just wants to fuck something else. It doesn't have anything to do with like their love for you or, I mean, there may be other issues. Sounds obviously. like you're open to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'm open to it. I just don't think I would, I have the same like traumatic experience if something were like, like that were to happen, I see. but I'd rather just have the open conversation. Like if someone's like, I really want to fuck something else. It honestly would not bother me the same as like, you texting some girl for like six months. Right, right. Like, cause I've experienced that and that's way more hurtful than sure. someone being like, oh, I made out with someone tonight. Like, yeah. who cares? Right. Definitely. Amanda, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm just thinking because I, I recently watched this new movie. I saw the posters for it. It's, it's called like The Worst Person in the World and it's like this Norwegian movie. Um, and it's about relationships and I just could relate so much to it because it's the, the thing, you know, like you start up a relationship and everything is great and everything is cuddly and then it becomes like everyday life and then you're like, okay, whatever. And then, okay, spoiler alert. Sorry guys, you can't see the movie, but it's a great movie. You should watch it. But anyway, it's like, and then she likes find another guy and it's the same shit happening all over again. You know, it's like it. It's these so she cycles likes the, and the beginning cycles of it. But I do too, and I can really relate to that because I think everything gets so fucking boring after a while. And also, like, I don't know, I because you know that guy. It's like I, as soon as it gets like too comfortable, I'm like, okay, I'm out, bye. <laughs> and I don't know why. And I'm also like, I haven't dated married men, but I've fucked married men. <laughs> and it's like, no, but it's exciting. <laughs> yes, it is. And I, I, I mean, the thing and, is, and it's kind of like non-commitment. Like you have one. Yeah, foot exactly. off the 
it's like I'm being What's exciting like, about it? Okay, so here's the thing. Like thrill, I like sneaking I around. like my independence for sure. Like yes. I like say I want to I want a relationship, but like I, my ideal situation is like there's two different houses. Like I have my own space. Yes. Like, I cuz I only want to be with someone like 3 4 nights a week. Like I don't want to be with them like once it goes to 5, it's like I'm going to start being bitchier. I'm going to get annoyed by certain exactly things. and that's exactly my point like the it just becomes like every day and then you're like oh fucking hate you and then it's over but that's also just like but everyone's like oh it's because you haven't found like the one i know everyone also, tells like, me that i mean it's there's always like that exciting and i definitely am attracted to those like exciting in the beginning types of relationships where like you're super passionate in the beginning and like and even when it comes to i mean like but i don't like drama or anything like that i just i know there's just but- something exciting about someone like it, you know that like next level kind of when attraction. You, when to you each were other. with this married guy, was he saying things like, you know, it's it's ending with my wife, just a matter of time, and so giving the, you false so hopes? He, so he has a daughter. I wouldn't say that he let me on like that, and I think that's a big reason why I stuck around so long because he he actually was honest with me and was like, I'm I'm not gonna leave my wife. Like it needs to be her decision. But like they already had a tumultuous relationship before I got involved with him, where seem like that's where it was leading to but it was like I'm not gonna walk out on my family which I also like it made him more attractive to me because it's like okay you're a good person and like I for me it's like the best of both worlds because it's like you're treating me he spent he committed a lot of time to me and a lot of energy to me and like that's really all I want is love so like I got that from him I mean there were like things for me like it's not even about like I don't really necessarily want to be married like that's not even like what for me it's like he like I want to travel and he like can't really travel with me because obviously he has a fucking family so like Mm. after several times of like things that I didn't come through that I would want to come through that's where it started to like I started to notice a difference but I never felt like I was missing out on time because he'd be spending with his family because I almost enjoy my individual time just as much I get that. And when you're with him and you're having a great time, you're not, you're kind of compartmentalizing in a way. Like, you know, intellectually he has another life, but it's like kind of irrelevant at that moment because you guys are so into each other and what you're doing. But like you were, <laughs> why, who are you, who are you referring to? <laughs> no one. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just imagining what it was like. It's like, oh, okay. I thought you had someone in picture. I'm like, who? No, but it's like, if he's like whining and dining and romancing her, she's not going to be like, I wonder if, Maisie's gonna get her science project done <laughs> tomorrow like she's in the moment yeah but did Maisie get her science project done <laughs> did, you, did you meet the daughter did you, I, I mean like not no no I never met the daughter I actually met the guys two children and really? his wife yeah did, wait <laughs> Yeah, I mean she didn't know no I was the mistress more. Oh, how did you, how did this, was this America or, or Europe? No, no, it's Europe. I mean, it's not like, oh, it was Europe, so it's fine. Yeah, it was. But it's, it's Europe. I don't know why. Yeah. No, no. You know those No, like it started, so we worked together and I was much older because that's my type. And then I couldn't stand him. He was, I was just like, oh my God, he's so, he's too much. He's. You know, and then I just couldn't keep my hands away when I was drunk. And then we continued that for a while. It was fun. But the thing is, like, every time he opened his mouth, I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> it was only something like fiscal. I don't know. Huh. How long did it last for? I don't know. It was spread out. And, you know, like, sometimes it was intense. Sometimes it was like whatever. And sometimes, you know, like going away with vacation with his family or whatever. But I remember being in his house. And... I think we had like he had a party and was like his friends and, you know, his kids were there and his wife were like 
out, but she was coming back and we had sex in the basement and it was very like, you know. Exciting. Yeah. And that's the thing. But <laughs> the thing is, the excitement disappears if you get to know, to know them too much. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. It's adding no, an it, extra th- thrill on, for you. Yeah, especially it for him is. too, because you're doing something that is high adrenaline and can be high stakes if your your wife and your family are completely in the dark about it. I mean, I I guess I'm just a bad person, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think you're a bad person. I think it's just other forms of stimulation. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I view it as like you're not in a relationship. Like, yeah, you might be taking part in someone's cheating, but it's like, you're not in a relationship with his wife. He is. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. Like yeah. whenever, that's my point. It's like, I believe me, I get it, but I, it just, it's not, it's the guy's fault. It's whoever's being not faithful's fault. Unless you are like my friend and I'm somehow betraying you and we have our own relationship. It's that, that's just kind of how I, you know, how I my outlook on things is. Did it ever people, bother you though? Like if he's like, I'm with my wife tonight and he had sex with his wife? The thing is, is he always told me he never had sex with his wife. So I don't know if he was telling the truth or not, but I kind of, okay. I, I, I mean, the thing is, is like, once. I, so here's the funny, I know that's the thing. Everyone's like, he had to be, and I'm like, honestly, he tells me he hasn't. I don't know. They're, they have such, I've seen them fight a lot. Mm. So to me, I, it was So they're basically believable. divorced, just not on paper. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like, and gotcha. he's, I don't want to get too much into his whole thing, but right, yeah, right. like, but the, the thing about that too is like, I would be more jealous of like another female, like a female at work for example. Definitely. Yeah. That, cause like the thing about me, even if he did, like he, I, in my head, it's like he's doing it to shut her up. Like that's <sighs> literally like, I, in, like that just, and I could be completely wrong uh-huh. about that. I don't know. That's just a picture that he painted for me of right. their relationship, but it never seemed like a, th- like a, like a threat to me. And as a woman, I think we're very intuitive. Whereas, like I said, like there was other women that he'd maybe be talking to or that like, I'd, and I'm like, why the fuck are you talking to her? You know what I mean? Or like. Why are you giving this person attention that I don't like? Exactly. Where um, his it, for his wife, it's like I I almost have respect for his wife because like he's the mother of his child. The, right. That's the way I looked at her. Yeah, wh- but I could be completely wrong wh- about that whole. When thing. you're dating a guy who's single, they can be playing the entire field and be cheating with anyone. This it seemed a little bit more like an insurance policy in a way that almost like ironically you're his main type of girl and everything else like you already know what the other woman or the worst thing that could happen to you is because he's already married to it (laughs) um how'd you get into yoga um so when i my dad got sick when i was a senior in uh college so when i went back um after i graduated i went back to the Northeast because I went to Clemson. So that's in South Carolina. Um, So he was like still going through treatments. He had cancer. So he was going through like chemo and all that. So I went home for a little bit. And um, that's kind of how I found yoga. Like I just started going to yoga. It was post-college. I was definitely like a little bit heavier. Became obsessed with like eating healthy and like getting back into shape. Um, Just because you just like party a lot at the end of your, you know, senior year of college or whatever. Um, And it just kind of like gave me that passion at that time. Kind of like helped me heal myself, even though I would say, uh, I don't do yoga anymore. Like I pretty much do other types of workouts, which is kind of interesting. What did you do now? I do more, um, like hit training. Um, and like, um, yeah, like mostly like hit training, a lot of running, um, and Pilates actually. And you were teaching yoga at some point? I was teaching. Yeah. I taught yoga for for most of my time in LA. Oh, really? I, I don't really, I don't really teach anymore. Cause obviously I don't really practice, but, um, yeah, I've, I taught yoga for like five years Oh wow! and be- I've taught in Beverly Hills for f- like several years. And I taught in Santa Monica for a couple of years as well. 
Did you ever make it to India? I never made it to India. Yeah. You should go. Brian lives <laughs> in India. He listened to any of our episodes. Yeah, he, he like in. loves I, mention I, that. I hear ma- amazing things about India. Yeah, I need to go. Never been. Well, I was gonna say if you love yoga, but it sounds like you could have. So, <laughs> I do. I do. Lo- I, the fi- the funny thing is, is like I need to do yoga because it's great for you. It's yeah. like it's so good for your mental health, and like now I could just go to therapy and like. <laughs> also great for your mental <laughs> health. It's also too. great. Also, so. Yeah. So, um, but but yeah, I mean. It's funny because like the last yoga class I took was was within like the past couple months. Like I definitely went and I just like was so distracted the whole time. And I'm like, this just shows like how like much, much I have not been it. practicing yeah. recently. But yeah, I get what you mean. Like I'll do uh, the old insanity videos. Yeah. And like you finish that and you're like dripping in sweat and I feel so calm. And then I do like I'll go to yoga classes here and there. I went to one last week in Silver Lake, which was a sweat yoga. Yeah, so I, I didn't love real- sweat. I didn't realize it was sweat. I've done this before. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Like it's like you know it's like a hundred degrees. He wore a can- turtleneck. It was like candlelit as well, so it was so dark in there. Yeah. And it was one of those instructors which I don't like, where they don't um, they just walk around the room and don't actually do the positions, and they'll just call it out, and then like I start to look at other people to see if they're doing it, but then you end up following <laughs> some guy who do- also doesn't know what's going on, and then like you're doing it the wrong way, and like. Well, that's the thing about sweat too is like they kind of like go through like a series and they like do it on your own, which I yeah. think that and they like turn up the music, which is like fine, but it's also kind of lazy. Yeah, it's very lazy. I'm like, I'll just do this at home, just turn my heat on and watch a YouTube video. Like, I actually have a pel- I actually have a Peloton tread at home as well. What is it? The treadmill one? The treadmill. So I like I used to do a lot of Barry's boot camp, which I really like, but it, they just their prices keep going up and yeah. their trainers have gotten got a little shitty. I mean, some of them are still really good, but some of them are kind of not the right. best. So, so they're doing Peloton tread, yeah, and it's it's actually really cool having it at home. Do you also do the Peloton cycling? Yeah, I do not, but I take their classes, so I'll do like a mixture of like hit training, so like either running and like strength training, or. Um, and they have yoga on there. I still have yet to do the yoga that's on there. Have you considered being one of like the Peloton ver- instructors? Yeah. I used to really want to be a Peloton instructor, but I would like, the thing is, is I, I never actually sent like a video of myself to them, which probably would have been the better move, but I would like email HR and they just like wouldn't email me back. But then they'd email me about like, cause I was sa- doing sales for them. So. Oh, right. You were working for them. Yeah. I worked for How'd them. How'd you get into that? So I actually had a friend that had worked there previously and then she kind of hooked me up with the manager there and I thought it was going to be like a part-time like retail type job, but then it actually ended up being like real good sales experience and I ended up staying there for almost three years. Wow. Were you working in a store or were you working corporate? I was working at a retail store. Gotcha. Have you been following the whole thing that's been going on with yeah, Peloton? I, I have. Yeah. Oh and it's funny. I, I'm not after lie. that. What happened after that? No. So yeah, much. Yeah. Oh, what they, happened after that? They were shipping the bikes. Stepped down. CEO stepped down. Apparently, they were shipping uh, bikes that were rusted or they knew about it and they're like spraying it. And like because the, the, the workers just released that because then they're firing, I think, uh, what, like 2,800 people? Like 2,800 people. They're cutting what? production down. Their sales. Because the pandemic's ending, less people are they buying like, and stuff. They like overproduce uh, the the because like there's only so many of like the machines that you can of the bikes that you can sell essentially. And also not to be that one, but I it just feels like one of those things that some people would just buy them and think that they're going to start work out. Like great if you do if you're one of those, great for you that you can work at home, but I can't. And I had a previous roommate and she bought a Peloton and we had it here. And it, like she never used it, mm. and you know, and it's you it's, have to really like cycling though, because like yeah. I have the treadmill and I 100 percent use it, yeah, and like it, 
Like you will, you have to. And the thing is, is it's like, for me, it's also a supplement. Like it's not like I'm never going to go to a class again, but it, it does save me a lot of time. It, I am the type of person. It is nice to go somewhere. You have to really love the instructor. You have to really love, like I love running. Yeah. So like I, like I make, I'm like, you can do 20 minutes on this um, instead of like going to a gym. How is it different than a normal treadmill? So it, I mean, it's, it's funny because initially like the, the, which those treadmills got recalled because they killed a kid, even though like that's totally the parents fault. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened with that, but if your kid dies because of a treadmill, that's a parent's fault. In my opinion, at least. Anyway. It's like so, getting injured on a stationary bike. <laughs> it's like, it fell over, I hit a curb. <laughs> but I guess, like, what do you get, like sucked under it? I, I think so. But I mean, I don't know. I'm really judgy and I don't even have any kids. But I just feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's just like, I, and there's definitely a lot of risks. This is why I don't have kids. But um, You're yeah. You're almost a stepmom, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh. Yeah. So, um yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so initially what made it different is that they had rubber slats, kind of like the woodways, so it's lower impact. The newer treadmill that I have, it's still a belt, but it does feel like less impact on your knees and stuff. Like, I, I don't know how the actual technology is made because I don't Like, how them. would it be different than, I guess, with the video, that's why, right? It's a video. Well, and then, yeah, there's a screen, and like it's literally like a bear. I mean, you can't compare the two because obviously one's one experience, but it, I mean, a lot of those instructors, they come from that, so it's... It's like a hit class where they're increasing your speed for a certain amount of time and they're playing music. And it really, I'm telling you, like I, I did a 20 minute class yesterday and I ran, like I almost hit a PR that I hit when I worked for Peloton, which I was huh. in way better shape. Like I hate running, but I really want to like it. Like I want to be someone who's like, I love I running love or like I'm stressed I, out. I, I I'm going it. for a run, you know? Yeah. You know what you could do? You could download the app. Not that I'm still doing sales for <laughs> that. You, you could download the app and you could even take some of their outdoor run when, classes. When you they go running, good. you don't get the runner's high after? You're not never. Like, I never do. Well, try taking like maybe one or two hits of okay, something Mark. of your choice. <laughs> and I feel like across <laughs> me with the endorphins with that is it's like other level. I really it, feel like it is. It is another level. Smoking and running? Yeah. Everyone raves about it. Yeah. It's just, I feel so good. And it's almost like your brain gets flooded with positive Maybe thoughts. Smoke, like, so, and that's the thing, like, that's the thing about the, like, the instructors really are, they definitely have, like, world-class instructors. You sure. just have to find your instructor that yeah, you like. Yeah, but yeah. I'm obsessed with this girl, Olivia. Um, I have a treadmill other, in my in my building. So you could totally, a normal treadmill. So you could totally play a just class get, yeah, and yeah. just see if you, if you got to find someone whose music you like and you like their vibe. Because there are times when, like, you want to give up and they say something that keeps you going. Right. Another thing I started doing recently is rock climbing. Oh, and wow. there, and, and just doing like the boulders at Cliffs of ID. I've been. It's in Culver City. It's honestly awesome. Like they're, cause they have like the rock climbing walls and they have boulders. So like, it's just kind of like free, like you don't have a harness or anything and they have different levels. So it goes like from zero to 12. So I did a lot of like the zeros and the ones. I've only Can we been do that twice. next week? Yeah, I've definitely, <laughs> I literally down. bought shoes and I'm like committed to like. Free rent rock- shoes? Yeah. That's you can rent shoes. date spot. Maybe, maybe not. No one has like a date spot. Hey, so (laughs) it's like a date you'd see like on The Bachelor. It's like we're going rock. It is The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Chris no, got my ways, I would meeting, not I like, like to do that. Fun dates. I hate just going for drinks and being like, so dumb. I like to do experiential dates. You get like, to know someone more. So much more. Doing an activity in or New York. Out of a, like when I lived in New York, I would do, I used the Groupon a lot. The Groupon. <laughs> and I would do like uh, archery. Like I found like, I'd be doing the most random. I did archery um, classes for a date. Like, hey, let's meet at this place in Queens. We went to those archery classes. That was fun. Then we got a drink after. But just to like get to know someone. We did a uh, glass blowing one. 
Yeah. Um, a painting. I used to do all this. Like, and people would always be like, "You just love doing all." That. I was like, "Yeah, I love doing experiences." Like, it makes who it more doesn't? fun because you can it easily does. and you and if you like to drink, you could also also drink while you're you doing this experience. Doing it. But at least it gives you something to do. And it's, yeah, yeah, I. Agree and I feel like that. you get to know someone better when you're doing something versus I just talking. Totally probably. Agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know though. Like, I would probably say no to all your dates. <laughs> Probably would. <laughs> no, but because I, I would be like, no, I've never done that before and I don't feel comfortable but might, doing it. But then I wouldn't even want to go to date with you. But that would work out perfectly. Because I'd be like, oh, she doesn't like anything I like. It wouldn't work out. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, I, but I'm not, not like... Well, that's true. But that's it might true. help you let your guard down and go to your comfort zone and that might be a way to really connect with somebody. Like, oh, I didn't expect to like him this way, but look how he helped I mean, me. But if you don't like yeah, glass blowing, then it's like probably not going to be a match if he's into glass blowing. No, but that's true. I don't know true. if he is either because it's a date. But, but like, I don't know. It's I'm just, not into glass blowing. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's true. <laughs> but, but don't you get bored of just doing the same like going out for drinks and like, oh, so tell me like... Like, I was like, I want like, let's do something like, I want to really know you. Cause everybody sort of puts on like, even the date you're going on with that guy, like, you know, you don't really get to know him until like month three, you know? Like, yeah, no, totally. The first few dates is like, hey, good to see you. How's it going? Show was great. He might have bombed, but he's not going to say that to you, you know? Like, yeah. oh, it's so great to see you. It's all like, everyone's put on their smiley face and then cut to like, I scene two, act one, you know? It's like, but, like just go I'm on vacation. That's the easy one. That's, that's a great that's literally what I was that's thinking. That's a great way, yeah. One way to find out if you like know yeah. someone yeah. or can get along with them is going on vacation. Yeah, definitely. So it doesn't true. have to be long. It can be just like a weekend. Did you discover that recently? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how do you mean? Okay, well, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted, um, so through the fitness uh, world, and you can, we can talk about this or, or not. It's up to you. But you met a certain high profile person. And I would just like to know your take on what it was like to uh, date a high pro- pro- profile person while things unfolded in the media i would i would just say that like for me i'm so not in the industry that i just give like negative fucks about it and so (laughs) it was just interesting because like i would tell people just out of like me being like the open book that i am and people would like be like so like into the news and like want gossip about it. And I'm like, he's fu- he's lame. Because like, it was he's fucking that. Because it because it was a power couple. So I think people were like, oh, she. But well, you don't want to sit on camera, I presume, yeah. right? Okay. But let's just say the you girl tell me later. that he was you tell with me later. is way cooler than who he was. And like I wanted to have like I wanted to at least meet her at some point. <laughs> which never happened. Oh, she was cooler. Fuck. She was cooler than he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting just, but it's also funny because like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, but would you ever check like the headlines after you went on a date and like, I have TMZ's late on this one. (laughs) Oh, like they photographed you? No, No, I never been on TMZ. No one knows about me, but it's just funny because like I, he definitely has a type and it's definitely like me. So (laughs) he's into fitness, fit blondes. I'm not fit. Dude, I Fits. haven't worked out in a year. <laughs> you don't like, work out anymore? No. What What do you mean anymore? I haven't worked out since you met me. You used to go hiking. Yeah, like I can go for a hike. You used to be like, oh, I'll go for a hike. You're like hiking Amanda. You, like, look yeah, I, you look like you work out. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... It's okay. <laughs> no, but I mean... No, seriously, it's almost embarrassing how uninterested I am in fitness right now. Like I used to be in so much. And I think that was what kind of brought me away from it because I so like I was a teenager doing all these like fab diets, you know, and then 
I discovered bikini fitness. So I started training for it and cut my calories to like 10 calories a day or whatever. No, but you know, like, like nothing. And then it it just (laughs) blew out in a full blown eating disorder when I was like teenager. And then from that, and that's why I decided to become a nutritionist. And like from that, (laughs) I've been like a little bit of a, I'm like easing into the the working out aspect. I actually did it. I was up and running when it, you know, like doing a little bit of not too much, not too little when I was in Sweden before moving here. But then after moving here, I'm just like, nah, good. And now I'm like the worst nutritionist ever because I only eat, you know, you guys know this. I only eat pizza and chocolate every day. Uh, but now I eat some crackers, crackers and cheese Ooh. too. So basically, pizza in another form. Yeah. <laughs> Without the tomato cheese, I'll dip it in some salsa. I have the I'll same put it in the diet. oven sometimes. Do you really? I mean, I love cheese and I love bread. Yeah. So. Right? Like, you don't. But the thing is, like, you don't have to eat that much of it. I think that's my you know? problem. Because yeah, it's filling. When I have cheese and I have bread, like, I have cheese and I have bread. Yeah, you can't stop. I you want to eat a higher level. I have a hard no, time like, stopping. And I'll, I gain weight and lose weight so fast. Like, I can put on 10 pounds or lose 10 pounds in a week. Easily. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I I I'm kind of that kind of the same way. I don't I don't gain weight as easily as I used to. I used to like I used to kind of struggle. Like I've definitely yo-yoed in the past. Um I had like some hor- hormonal things that went on like like I mentioned in college, but and now like I don't I but I'm definitely like not as fit as I used to be. Like before p- pre-pandemic I was ripped and What was the heaviest you were? Heaviest like you- 175. Lightest one twenty two. Oh, it's a huge difference. Yeah, but, but but that's the thing. Like in college, I started losing weight my sophomore year, and I had like, I was like eating a ton, and like I, I mean, I guess I was, I worked out in high school, like right. I did sports, I was captain, I did, you know, I was active. But my sophomore year of college, I started some, some different types of workouts. I was honestly doing like aerobics, and I lost a ton of weight, and I think it was more so like hormonal mm. related because. Then I blew up my junior year. So it just didn't really make sense. My heaviest, I was 300. Wow. I used to work in sales uh, in New York. And like we had all this free food in the office. So like whenever and I didn't want to like sell something, I just want to chit chat with people. And so I would just go over to like, you know, grab some Sour Patch Kids and like cook cold brew coffee. And like, hey, how's it going, man? And I'm like, oh, shit, my manager's coming. Head back. Like grab some pretzels for the road, you know. And I put on like, I was literally put on so much weight there. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, like in America, it's those snacks, like it's snacks everywhere. And everyone talks about <laughs> snacks. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean snacks? Like no I snack in Sweden. I mean, we don't snack like like here. Like here is so There's acceptable. A it's like a type of snacking that you're doing. Like if you're just eating because I started snacking a lot recently, too, because I'm working in an office now, whereas before that I was. But even like selling like I was selling cars before this. So I yeah, can we talk about that. I wonder how did you get into selling cars? How did I end up selling? Cars? So I sold a Peloton to the GM of a Honda downtown and then she kind of recruited me into Oh. Car sales because how I'm long a, did you do that for? I did it for two and a half years. Oh, wow! So I did during it the through pandemic, the pandemic during the was... pandemic, yeah. And I crushed, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did well. How, how is that working? Like, what's the rough commission on a car? It dep- it just depends, like, on the type of pay plan that you have. Like, you're gonna make more money off of probably, I don't know, should we say that you're gonna make more money by selling a car for more, obviously, yeah, and obviously. then like the more. And most places, especially if you're selling something like a, like a Honda, like 
any, any, every, I've worked at Mercedes too. Every, they have a tier system. So the more cars you sell, the more percentage you'll make off of that gross profit that you're making for the dealership. Is it commission only or do you get hourly? You get out, it's minimum wage. Okay. But yeah. What would the, um, like, like just get a range, like, off a normal like, car, like not in like a fancy. I car. would say seven eight hundred dollars a car, like for like Mercedes, like that's how they would sell you the job. Like that's what you would make per car gotcha. on average. I would say, um, it's it just hard. Like right now, the market's crazy. Like yeah, I, yeah. I mean, my la- my best month, I think I had a hundred grand in gross profit. Wow, off of twenty cars, that's how much profit. Wait, and that's just profit that like I got paid off of. Oh, it you was brought, like 91k. Like I made. You so, brought the company 91k worth of sales. Yeah, like so they're like so sold, on top. Like I sold 20 cars for oh. thirty thousand dollars each, and then an additional hundred, like hundred thousand dollars on top of that was just profit for the dealership. That's how much money people make. That's wait, insane. You made, Let's I go into cars. Oh. I made. I probably made like 17 grand that month. That's like what that's I made off of that. That's still pretty good. That's but that's really, a crazy really month. Good. That's not normal. That's. I mean. It's like that right now. I mean, it's so it's there's busier season. Like, dude, I'm going into cars. Okay, but you're gonna work like 60 hour weeks, and you're gonna get stuck at the dealership, and then you're gonna have to wait for people who are slow because there's so many moving parts. It's not all it's cracked up to be, in my opinion. I I definitely was very grateful for it. I I like loved the people that I you know I I worked. I also had a lot of help. Like I had really strong you know managers that would help hold that profit and. But it's hard work. Like I literally have put a car in neutral and had to push out of the way to sell a car that was that it was blocking because that's the only car that we had in that color. It's so frustrating. Did you? And you ever, work around men who like won't get off their asses for you, and I'm like, what are you doing? But yeah. Did you ever have months where you just didn't sell a car? No, I always did well. Oh. I like when I <laughs> like my fr- my second month I sold twenty cars. My first month I sold fourteen. So I I always. I like always made a commission. If I wasn't making, if I sold not a lot of cars, it's because I like didn't work for two weeks and like chose not to sell a lot of cars. Huh? Are they flexible? Like, could you take like a month off if you wanted to or no? The thing is, is no, I, I mean, I would request vacations and things like that, but I would do so well. And then like, not only that we would get bonus, like a lot of times you get bonuses off your cars. So like, even if I only sold eight cars, if I didn't necessarily hit that tier or whatever it was, I'd, I'd like if, I'd make enough money in bonus that it didn't really. What, uh, just to get a range, like the best car salesman at your, your dealership, someone you know, he what was, were they making a year? He made like at least two. I think he made over 200 grand last year. Wow. Yeah. Selling cars. But that's also very unique to this past year because of, course, of the market the right now. Yeah, so yeah. Um, cars are being sold right like higher than they ever have been in history. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I bought a car when I first moved back to LA last November. And then I sold it and I made $500 on it after driving it for a year. Yeah. So I bought a, <laughs> I leased a car back in August of 2019 and I sold it right in May, like to CarMax right before they stopped doing the like leasing. I, I pretty much put six grand into it and got a $6,000 check back. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah. What about real estate? Have you considered yeah. Do real estate? So that's the thing. Like I, it's so funny because people like I have family hitting me up and be like, have you watched Selling Sunset? And like my, one of my good friends dated one of the guys on that show. So it's twins. yeah, exactly. So I just think it's funny because I'm like, I have like a direct connection to them. But I'm like, Get I just. Get in there. I, oh, crucial. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> why don't you? Why not? Uh, I just I don't know. Real estate's very like, um, I mean, obviously everything's competitive in L.A., but it kind of reminds me like one reason I hated yoga is yoga's not like. 
yoga in LA is not yoga. It's it's so political and it's so about, you know, everything's about who you know and networking, but it's it's less about skill set and more about like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm, I've been more successful. The things that I, I'm attracted to is because I'm being successful from my own skill set versus like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like everyone's kind of kissing ass and kind of fake. And I just, I, I don't get along with fake people. Like I'd rather you be an asshole in my face. Mm. But did you know a lot about cars beforehand? Like you were more equipped to sell a car than you could sell a house right now. I I mean I think the opportunity just landed itself. Like if someone in real estate like wanted to like invest in me or something like that, but I just don't want to take the hit of like not making like I, I even right now like I'm started I just started recruiting three months ago, basically four months ago. I am on salary, but it's plus you know bonus. I don't really have a full grasp of what I'm doing yet, but I'm kind of just starting to get the hang of it after three months. But at least I have that salary to, cause it's, it's LA. It's still like, is it internal recruiting or you're placing for other companies? Placing for other companies. What made you leave? If you're like the car, you just had enough of it. Um, I was definitely recruited for my current job as well, but work life balance because so you recruited for the job of recruiting. No. Yeah. I no. They were very, very meta. They were recruitment inception. Who's recruited? What is this? It's funny because recruitment like within recruitment. <laughs> How did you get recruited? Was it via LinkedIn? It or? was via LinkedIn. Yeah. It was like you know I was sold on it. It was like you know summer Fridays and you know twenty days PTO and mental health days. I granted I took time off from car sales. Like when I took time off, I didn't make you know I did make less money those months that I was taking time off sure, and. Yeah. I'm such a hustler, like I'm, and I'm so competitive. I'm more driven by just wanting to win than I am by actual. I mean, money is obviously a motivator as well. So, it, it's you become addicted to it essentially. Whereas, like, I, I I'm in a place right now where, even though I'm not fully settled, when I, I I can bring my laptop anywhere and do it from anywhere and just always be productive. Did you um, invest in crypto? With some of that money? Uh, I am. No. I have not done well with crypto. I'm not the best at investments. That's my I feel problem. like no one's doing that great with it right it's now. A rough, I, it's a rough time. It's a rough time. I speak of like I have experience. I have no money in crypto. <laughs> Did you? The money I'm in crypto, I feel like, is down. And I like yeah. it. I'm just like leaving it there. And even exactly. I have yeah. Chainlink and I don't know. But Did you always have this uh, persuasive sales type of personality, even like as a kid? Like That's the thing. As a kid, yeah. Like I think about it and I'm like, I literally like my senior year of high school, I took calculus. Like I was always in the advanced math, but not like the actual AP. Like I was like, I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, I didn't really give a fuck about calculus. And I went up to my teacher and I was just like, pass me. I'm going to come in late tomorrow. You're going to pass me. I'm going to make you cookies. And he just like went for it. <laughs> <laughs> he totally went for it. He's like, don't say anything to Liz Gingold. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and that was that. And I used to just like, I, I like know now, like I used to manipulate people all the time. I used to always get my way. I'm, I'm the youngest of three. So I always, I, I just know how to get my way, I guess. But I never realized it until like later on, I think. Like I kind of wish I knew I was as good at sales when I was like in my early 20s and I didn't, you know, struggle doing retail, even though retail is sales, it's like, I'm better than that, you know? And you're always selling like you, the product is almost secondary. You're, they're buying into the experience with you. For sure. I think, and like, I think it's just a matter of, I, I think one thing, aside from just being like friendly and likable, cause there's also people who you either love me or hate me. There's no like in between really. But, um, I, I also feel like it's just the, um, like the, the ability to like, 
go after it, like having that hustle mentality. Cause a lot of people have that skill set and they just, there's, there's three types of people. There's people who like have it in them just to like, they can sell anything. There's people who just like know how to hustle. They're not the best sellers. And then there's people who have both. And I feel like I have both. And that's the best combination to have. I, th- I would say where you can just naturally kind of convince someone of anything, but then also like, have the actual motivation to go after it. So there's situations where you're trying to play someone and maybe the applicant is like, I don't know about this. And what do you say in that situation? Like, this is perfect oh, for we you. Role play? You, you, well, do you <laughs> Let's role play? All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll be the, do you want, we're um, uh, a couple. Yes. Okay. And gonna take, buy a car. One car or two cars? Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe it's better. We're not sure. Nah, okay. Yeah, we're not sure. Okay. So we're role play. And, uh, Steve, just observe, I guess. Um, <laughs> You're the narrator. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's try to do it for real. Yeah. Um, uh, hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome. Good, good. Uh, yeah, we're thinking about checking out a new Honda. Not sure if we're going to buy, but, you know, we're in. Yeah, just cool. looking. Is yeah. this your first time here? Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome. I'm Kristen. Nice to meet you guys. Kristen, nice to meet you. Um, so, is this. Uh, have, what are you driving right now? I, I don't even remember what I used to ask We're, people. Like, yeah, so. Uh, she's, she's driving. A Mini Cooper. A Mini Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I have a Ford Edge. A Ford Edge? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So who's looking for the Honda? Both of you? Um, yeah, I mean, like maybe two cars. Maybe two. Yeah, we're not maybe sure yet. Just switching out, but so, I kind of like mine. He's okay. the one who wants to yeah. buy a new one. He yeah, really I'm likes Honda. I've had my Ford now for a few years, so I'm thinking about just something maybe a little bit bigger, newer, some of the touchscreen stuff. Okay. What do you like about what do you like about your uh, Mini Cooper Mini that it's Cooper. so small? It's so small. Yeah. That's okay. what I hate about it. That's what she loves about her husband. Too. <laughs> 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 it's so, big, honey. So you want something about the? So would you want something about the same size, or you're thinking you might go? A little bit bigger <laughs> i mean she wants the uh, honda crv uh limited edition that's what she's been looking at i've been looking at the honda uh pilot <laughs> honda pilot yeah. okay cool and are you I'm... looking for something new or used <laughs> new. <laughs> new brand new yeah, okay we want cool. new we want okay new. no okay no we shouldn't buy you, you want to buy new no i mean you send the car you but want you know it? like everyone all the new ones are like declining as long as you Fine, we'll take used. We'll yeah. want used. But well, like, the, the, the thing like is, is the new ones, used. that's actually, um, just like the market's higher for used cars, it's higher for new cars as well. I mean, just like it's higher for new cars, it's higher for used cars as well. So, Do you think we should take a new one? I mean, I like new things. I like shiny things. But, but is it that big of a difference, thing. I'm sorry? Is it that big of a difference? Well... It's I mean, I, I mean, if we, we can find something that is like a little bit used. <laughs> yeah, we want a little used. Everyone has different. Everyone just has different... to bring the cost down because yeah. we're poor as fuck. Yeah, because we live in LA. Yeah, we I don't want like I'm not looking to spend more than like well, let's talk 30, about... 35, 35 per 000? car. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's not gonna happen. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, there's um, the door. <laughs> I'm kind of over role playing. <laughs> so okay. we didn't get a new car. I'm like, no. Now I'm thinking. About it, I'm like, I don't want to try to sell a car. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> like a pretty traumatic experience. <laughs> so, um, for people, I, I would just ask more questions though. I'd be like, okay, like, what do you like about your car? What, what are you right. looking for? I, and honestly, I everything I did, I feel like cars. are no-nos, but I'm just like surprised. I haven't done it in four months. 
I so mean, and I know nothing about cars. So you could probably sell me anything. He's considering going into real estate. So those are all. I'm not considering. I'm starting to study for my test. I'm going to do it. Okay. You should do it. Yeah. I think that it's a great thing. I honestly, like, I definitely have thoughts like where I'm like, maybe one day I'll do real estate. Maybe one day I'll do used cars. That sounds like the market. What? Used cars? I could sell cars and houses. Used houses and a used car. Yeah, I don't know. The thing about it is like what what's only on my current life right now is like the the balance of everything. Because the thing is, is if you make a lot of money, you're gonna have to work hard no matter. What. I, sure. Either way, you're gonna have to work hard. Um, the thing about the thing about cars, it's just like the industry itself too. Is like you, you like you mentioned that you were in sales and you were like yeah. three hundred pounds. Like I feel like I I was around like overweight people. Like right. I was on a way. I was on a track of like being tired all the time. Yeah, and it's like high eating stress. shitty food. Yeah. It's high stress and. Like, luckily, I'm, like, young, and I kind of got away with it. Like, young enough where I could get away with it. But, like, I could see myself aging a lot more in the next 10 years. Whereas I feel like real estate, um, I'm sure it's just as stressful. But I, I don't know what that is. I, mm. I just see a lot of people being very successful with it, both east and west. Right, where right. there's And there's just such a market, like, long-term market for it. And also, you're not fucking people over. Like, in car sales, like, you're literally just kind of yeah. fucking people over all the time because... It's just like, I mean, it's, it's different. It's a depreciating asset versus an appreciating okay, asset. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you, I mean, and again, like there's still people who I'm sure get fucked over on their houses, right, but, right. but generally it's a, yeah, generally yeah. speaking, like You're even though they're money. making a really big purchase and they might be overspending on it, it's something that ultimately is going to bring them, you know, they're going to have a home and sure. they're going to have it for a long time yeah. and it could ultimately bring them more money. Whereas like a car, it's like I, people who don't get gap, it's like, you're going to end up crashing that car knowing money one of of the things that's so draining when i worked so i used to work at yelp in new york okay um but all the we get different territories i don't know if it's similar with my where you work uh but we get different territories and so like naturally the people that are calling to lower east side are killing in commission each month versus i had like portland oregon you know like where it's only going to be busy during like you know the high seasons and stuff and so the sell and advertising in winter was sometimes challenging um, but it was very draining because we're busting out. We do 80 calls a day minimum. Yeah. And we had to call restaurants and then we had to like, you know, find the DM decision maker and like get them on the phone. And then like when we, um, I don't know much of that I can say, but like when we get them on the phone, we'd have a manager on the line as well who would speak to us sometimes. Like, so we had a big sale on and he'd be like guiding us. And I'd like, so like, let's get you started on the big purchase. And I imagine, you know, you'd hear him in your headset, but the customer can't hear him. And sort of guiding you on like the big calls that are worth like thousands of dollars and stuff. And like it would be exciting like when you're doing a sale. And some businesses really like succeeded with advertising. Like it actually like changed their entire lives. Um, and it was fun to see that happen. But the, the, the calling nonstop of like trying to get leads. And every month it resets, right? Yeah. Every month you like, you like just closed 50,000 sales that month. You, woohoo! But now it's next month. So yeah, again. But, so that's... Sorry, you go. But honestly, I think that I've never worked in sales. And I actually regret that. Like, I worked in a lot of different positions, but I kind of skipped sales. And I don't like that. Like, I've worked in administration, and then I jumped from there. You'd kill it at real estate and sales. You'd kill it in sales. No, but honestly, I really think I... You're pretty. So, like, literally, people are going to buy from you just because you're pretty. Yeah, I mean, probably. Why are they going to buy from me? I mean, <laughs> I think it's just easier when you're a woman. Yes. But I think as an attractive male, that also helps you do well in sales because it sounds like you do well let's in it. Let's sell houses. Okay, let's do it. But it, what I mean is just that I wish I had that because it feels like that strengthens 
some kind you of muscle of it, not yeah, for sure because you, like, you deal with rejection and you're able just to just exactly keep going. Yeah. Rejection I never had, part. Yes. And I don't do 80 calls a day don't get me wrong I'm busy but that's another reason I like my newer job right, because right. it's it's a lot of different moving parts so I could do emails I can make calls I'm not just making like 80 calls right, grinding right. out a day um and same thing with even with car sales like, don't get me wrong like my day-to-day I enjoyed because like I would like going and getting gas or going and running to get a car you know things like that it's like different problem solving critical thinking simple things it 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 brings out a different side of you of course it's challenging in a different way but um you would do very well at sales you You should look into that yeah i mean i maybe the the only thing is that you know when i left my corporate job i was like not doing nine to five again with three of us um we all started off in corporate jobs basically and then like hated them I hate them, but didn't like you never them. Started in did you? No, I, I did. I did. And then we what all left. It was, it was, have you heard of the Century Group? Maybe I shouldn't say the name, but it's actually recruitment. It's like uh, uh, financial accounting, tax and audit recruitment. And right. I didn't like it at all. You didn't like it. <laughs> so we all basically left. I mean, like, yeah. I didn't, there's things I loved about working in corporate jobs, but we all left to basically pursue well, your dream, yeah. your passion. Yeah. Um, totally. Mine was to live in Asia. Um, apparently, um, and that lasted five years. And I so I haven't done a corporate job in five years. I just moved back. But I was acting in, in Asia for the last couple of years. And so I'm doing that out here and pursuing acting. But as you know, from sure all your friends in the industry, it's like like this, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, and for me, I think it was kind of the same that I've, I've been working corporately for like over 10 plus years. And then I had like a really good job and everything was going for me. Everything that was, you know, I bought my house or, you know, everything that was missing was like the guy and the dog and i'm like i'm out of here i'm out i'm going to california and i still don't know what my passion is but i'm hoping to find it here i feel like Uh. my issue um i can't get excited about the product unless like the product is directly benefiting me like how you were saying you're so competitive about like winning like i get that and i can definitely tap into that somewhat but i feel like long term i'll be like it's not not winning for me enough I, I that's would also the thing s- like if it was my company I probably would exactly I would, uh, well I would also say like one thing that also helped me is like I definitely I definitely drive a Honda and I definitely fucking love my Honda and I definitely have a Peloton and I fucking love it so yeah. like the that definitely yeah. does help and like right now obviously I'm not I'm selling something different but like I'm just happy to be at my job. And it's funny because I did the opposite. I pursued my passion first and then kind of ended up, but not to say that it's not my passion. Cause I think I, I really, what's nice about this job is I'm actually helping people. Like they're, I am going to make someone's day. They are going to get like that increase in pay or whatever it is. And I work and I, what I specialize in, I'm working with, like I talk to a lot of hardworking people. So it's nice. It, that is gratifying to help people. Sure. You definitely also just kind of have to like convince yourself. You believe in it a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what at least Brian and I struggle <laughs> with. We're like, we want to be rich and famous. Like, and we don't want to work for it yeah. th- in those ways. Yeah. Like our old Airbnb. <laughs> I wish that Airbnb could have lasted well, forever. Well, even if I had like 10, 15 Airbnbs, that still feels like more of like my baby than working for someone else. Even though it's working for Airbnb in a way, but it just feels like more like. But that's you, all an illusion, isn't own. it? It feels that's like a, it's more, an illusion in a sense. Thing. That's the thing. I've always wanted it's to true. be on my own, but it, it is like a big, it, it like I think that, like I think I'm worth like that, like big, like I can do this on my own, whatever that is, whether it's real estate or just 
But I, and like, obviously you start somewhere, you start, you know, for whatever, I don't know. I just feel like it, it takes a while to get there. Like I know I, for me, like I'm disciplined, but I'm not that disciplined yet. I'm just not, I don't mm. know. Do you eventually want to go I'm out and create, create your own firm or company? I, I, I definitely want to be my own boss one day. I mean, I definitely, I, I like the comfort of it's comfortable being and it's don't get me wrong. It's comfortable working for a company, but at the same time, I'm definitely being very much challenged at my job because I've never done this exact thing before. So I'm learning a lot, not bored yet. Um, not that I will. Ever I think that's bored, super but. important too, is that you're being challenged Yeah. because then you're growing. But if you were doing something where you're selling something just so easy, you'd get bored even if you're making money, but like the challenge helps you grow. And then you learn new skills you can then bring to something else, right? You're sort of climbing up. The ladder, as they say, right? And you're, you're gaining the skills to actually do that, which is very important. It is important. And I think a lot of people get get kind of attached to that comfortability thing because don't get me wrong. Sure. Like I was sold on this job and I mean, uh, to begin, it's kind of like taking a, you know, it's taking a little bit of a pay cut, but it's also um, I, the thing about my old job too is like I was around, like no matter what, I would have done well there. But even I, there was so much for me to still learn, but I didn't have to learn it because it was too easy for me to have to learn it. If that makes sense. Right. So you can grow, you can still grow sometimes in those situations, but I, I wasn't growing. So I definitely think that it's really important to be in a place where like, it's not just so simple. You have to work for it. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, when I was working for H&M, I honestly thought I was going to stay there forever at there because I worked at, at the head office and it was like, you know, in Sweden. Yeah. So I was working for their head office and I've been working there for like five, six years before I, you know, left because I wanted to move. But, you know, I really thought like, okay, I'm probably going to be here like the rest of my days because it's such a great company. And it was like, you know, always you can switch position within the company. We were like 3000 people sitting in the head office. So it's like a little village with people. Everyone is so nice, beautiful benefits, you know, like everything was just so good. Because, <laughs> because I wanted to become broke in LA instead, I suppose. American dream. Yeah, I mean. The American dream in Sweden sounds even better. Yeah, yeah I mean. The Swedish dream. True. No, but it, it was a really good job. <laughs> and I, I like, I will love H&M forever. But since then, I'm like, no, I don't want to do, I don't want to work for anyone else. And now I don't even work. I just study. But anyway, it's like. You've also had some cool experiences here. I Yes. And the, like, I, think, you, I think that's. Your last job that you did. Yeah. You ended up on a certain island. Yeah. Epstein. No, not Epstein. You make that joke like every I know. Episode. It just comes to mind when you mention that. Run up on a certain island. Wait, wasn't someone found like dead? Wasn't, who was found dead recently? Oh, John McAfee. Yeah. He was. That he, was a while ago. No, it was like July. No, oh. it was like fall, I feel like. It is fall, isn't it? <laughs> it's a winter February. <laughs> I have no comment. Honestly, that was like third like I heard that from when someone. When does I was fall like, end? Now that we're on the subject. No, fall Thanksgiving. November, yeah. November fall ends in November. <laughs> I love fall. fall. That's like one thing I miss about the East Coast. Fall's great. I do miss. I miss scarves. I, to be fair though, I've been so <laughs> cold here. I've been wearing like my fucking like hats and like Wait, burgers. that's what you miss? Yes, about the East I miss Coast? winter. Brian scarves. has a fantasy of No no peacoats, scarves, okay. going into a bar, ordering a whiskey exactly. with your friends, like it's all cold, you like you turn the heat on. I love all I that. I don't miss that. I don't I miss it either. I want to walk into a bar, open air, preferably. I want to be warm, and I yes. want to be drinking and warm. 
That's yes. it. Yeah, and if I'm cold, <laughs> I want there to be a so fucking space heater. That's no, it's cold here. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold at night, especially Santa Monica. Oh, it's so it gets cold. cold. It gets cold in Santa Monica. Oh, I'm cold all the time. But it's like, I love it, but... It's like 45 cold. Like in Jersey, it gets like... I know, but it's like confined. Oh, yeah, it, gets, it gets painfully cold. Yeah, like it's like, but I don't remember it. My body forgot because I was freezing last night. I was oh. freezing. I had a space heater there. I had sweatpants on, a hoodie under a duvet cover, and I was like... I'm staying... My brother is so cheap. He's like... He get he like we have to put socks on. Like he won't put the heat up. It's so cold in their Did house. Did you stay with your brother? Well, I, I'll stay with my brother a lot of time when I go back. Oh, okay. So I went back for two weeks in December for the holidays, and I was there. Um, no, I'm I'm just messing because I, I I'm actually the same way. Like I keep my heat really low, so my apartment's actually really cold in Santa Monica. So it's funny because I like I like it cold. I like it to be like sixty. Yeah, but I, I don't like it to be forty five. Yeah, I don't like it to be anything below. 69 yeah. like i feel like <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's the uh that's the perfect <laughs> yes let's keep it that'll, there that'll be the clip that goes in the <laughs> beginning of the episode the, the uh, one sound bite i don't like it going below 69 <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why. i literally it's always that temperature in santa monica too it's not like i don't know that number just happened to come out i feel like mind. it's always 65 in santa it's, monica yeah it's always like 65 no it's like 69 a lot but i the, <laughs> Tell us more. I, I just think it's perfect because if the sun's shining, I'm good with that. But I'm still cold at like anything lower than 70. I'm cold if there's no sun. Hmm. I feel like, um, I, would you move to Santa Monica? I like this location because I feel like it's pretty central. To I mean, a lot that's of the thing. Like, it's a super boring area. It really is. Like, nothing is happening around here. But it's so, you know, like Santa Monica is so close. Downtown is close. Hollywood is close for being Hollywood. You know what I mean? So I like this area because it's close to everything. Where would be the best area? Anyone can answer this. So my friend's moving here in April. Here. Uh, hang on. And she wants to basically like walk mm-hmm. out, be around cool coffee shops, um, like cool, cute little restaurants, hop on a bicycle, run into people, probably go to Santa friends' Monica. houses, yeah. like Santa go Monica, hang out at friends' houses, host friends for cheese oh, dinner. Sorry. sorry. Like that sort of vibe, like a fun social west just walking side. around. Really? Anywhere on the west side. Not Silver Lake? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm just like not about the east side that much, but I feel like the, but the, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know what the east side is like, really. I just moved to Los Angeles. You did. Figuring it out, yeah. Yeah. But I think Echo Park is really nice. I, I that's actually like the do only... feel like it is like that. I So I lived in Echo Park when I like first moved to LA. Like That's where I lived for four months, very first place I lived. And it is like walkable by like sunset and stuff, but it's just like a different... People, I don't know. It's a kind of a different vibe. Like, yeah. I feel like you're, it's a little bit more spread out over there. Whereas, yeah. like, you kind of have, like, your little beach Venice town. Even though Venice is full of, like, you know, yeah, bum fires. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like Silver Lake is as walkable as it is in other areas. Do you feel like your area is very walkable? I feel like my area is very walkable. Really? And, like, there's bike lanes. And, like, Santa Monica is set up for you to ride your bike everywhere. But I also feel like that's a... I didn't know what people asked, you know, talked about when they said like west side, east side. But now I can really relate. Is, it's this, like, is this west side? Is it right on the line? This is, I think this is on the Mid, line. Mid city. Yeah. So it's like. But it's, you're still closer to the west side where people will definitely. say like. What, people will say west I can side. walk. Well, people will say Beverly Hills because you like are in Beverly Hills. But yeah. I mean, it's like the street outside. Um, That's where Beverly Hills end. So it's like. 
Yeah, two two minute walk. But that but that's another thing. Official. Culver City, for example, I think Culver City is great. Yeah, Culver City is technically like east of the four. I always feel like Culver City is the maybe. vibe is there is like people who don't know where to go they go to Culver City. I don't think that's true. No? I think Culver City is like. I think it's been getting cute and like it's cute now. Like I think it's a good place to live and it's great because I feel like it's people who are getting priced out of the West side, but still want to be close to the West side Yeah, because you could still get like even like luxury places in Culver city. Like they're a little bit less expensive. Like the Marina is definitely the ideal location. I think for most people living on the West side who like do well, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, what the best is, but I just feel like the Marina is like the ideal spot to live. Yeah, I lived in Culver City on Venice Boulevard. You did? Yeah. When? When I lived with my ex-boyfriend. Oh. So we lived there. Before you lived with me. Yeah. Before I lived with you. <laughs> it sounded like we moved in together yeah, instead. Yeah, we've, all, we've all lived together at separate times. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, never together, all of us. Not in this apartment, but the, no. the one by Runyon. So when are you moving in? Uh, yeah, so we're all... <laughs> I don't do roommates. <laughs> Good. That's right, you moved there by yourself. Yeah, Santa yeah, yeah, I did. In the one bedroom. And I lived in, I, I lived, so I actually used to live in a studio loft. Okay. So I had a studio in Hollywood, started Airbnb, moved into a studio loft in Santa Monica, and then I just moved into a one bedroom, like, December 1st, or January 1st. And you feel like you'll never go back to roommates? I don't think I'll ever go back to roommates unless I'm like in a relationship with someone. I oh, don't don't, don't do that either. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Brian. We did a podcast once. Nice to meet you. But yeah. are you, would you prefer to be dating a guy for years before moving in, trying to keep your own identity? The thing is, is like I'm not even opposed to moving in with someone. I would like. I mean, ideally, like I'd love to save them. I've been spending so much money on rent, which I, I was thinking about buying something, but then the market got insane, and I was like. I was thinking about buying something in Inglewood, and I'm really glad I didn't do that because I'm gonna sell still, you a house. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna maybe. sell you a house. Just yeah. sell me a car. We'll just yeah. make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. I like that. All right. Because I definitely want to buy, but I just I don't know. It's obviously really expensive. I'm not that rich, but um, or or rich at all. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just I I'm not opposed to living with a partner. I just need more space. Like I definitely get annoyed by people. I've de- and most guys have been in relationships. They snore. They take up a lot of space. <sighs> Like I need a California king or whatever. The Are biggest king there is. I am not Jewish, but okay. I'm from Jersey, well, so I'm not already too. Oh, the ear okay. hand, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been to a ton of bar and bat mitzvahs, but I'm not Jewish. Makes sense. Are you Jewish? I'm Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey. Jersey. You're either like Jewish or Italian. I yeah, feel. pretty I'm much. Italian. Uh, mm. Does your family have a particular? they want you to go for so care. like my obviously my dad passed away so he's not he doesn't have anything to say about it but and then my mom i don't really talk to my sister at all and my brother my brother is just supportive my mom supports in anything like she growing up my mom actually is really like kind of old school in a lot of her thoughts she definitely used to like i definitely like in eighth grade, for example, my teachers sat my mom down and were like, Kristen's distracting all the boys. Like, she can't <laughs> oh. be wearing V-necks. And most moms would be like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Because I wasn't wearing anything different than any of the other girls. I just had bigger boobs than them. So my mom was like, you need to dress more conservatively. And I was like, fuck that shit. And so my mom has just always been like, you know, even now, like my mom just stayed with me this week and she's like, oh, like what bathing suit are you going to wear tomorrow? Like we're going to be around your uncle. My uncle's um, gay. Like who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it just, it's just funny because she still kind of like has the, like her, you know, input. But at the same time, I'm so 
you know, driven and independent that she's kind of a lot more supportive of me these days. And like, she's the, the guy that I was seeing that's married. Like she's met him. She, you know, really? she still sees me still talk to him sometimes. And she's not, she'll like try to ask questions, but she doesn't really, I'm also a very defensive person and can, you know, get aggressive. So she doesn't try to step on my toes. <laughs> How do you feel about office relationships? So I, th- I'm just, I mean, oh, do it, just do oh, it, just do it. That's, that's my that's just thing. No. Just that's do the thing. it. Like I am trying. Like I, there are definitely guys that I work with that I'm like, I need to not hook up with you. You know what I mean? Like they're attractive, oh, yeah. and I'm like, I need to not hook up with anyone at work because I just feel like it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to. Slippery, you gotta, yeah. Especially now because like I really like my job. Like hook I obviously have done it said. in the past. But are you guys going out for drinks after work? Yeah. So my that's the where company I'm working for. That's where it happens. Yeah, no, but that's why I'm like, I should just try to like not, I need to date guys outside of work. And yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just fun for a while. But it's like, I've done, oh, I also had sex with that 23 year old. 23 or 24. How old, how old, how old are you? Why are you asking us? 29. <laughs> 29. Okay. She had an office fling with like, an intern, I think. Really? <laughs> he got school credit. I, for I don't know. Oh, that's basically like Seriously. the friend episode. What? No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Am I? Wait. No, I think you're 27. No, you I'm definitely not 27. Do you speak Wait. Swedish? She's yeah, Swedish. She's not American. <laughs> yeah. yeah do you, so did you just like always know English or did you like learn it later on? Because your English is perfect. There's Swedish close to English. She barely has an accent. I mean, Wait, you can kind of hear it though. I can hear it when I hear my own voice. You. But... I, you could be from Michigan. I don't know the difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. Where are you from? Michigan. <laughs> Canada. You could say Canada. Canada's oh, not Canadian. Yeah, I no. Um, I just learned it. I guess throughout we learn it very young. Like, But some of my grammatics are way off, you know, when you hear me speak. But yeah. So that's my English So it makes you story. unique though. Yes. Wait, how old are you? Okay. Let's and wait, is it different in Sweden? Is that why you're confused? She's different ages. In Do different you speak countries. Hebrew? No. 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 I speak a little bit of Vietnamese, though. <laughs> a little bit of what? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Oh, that's yeah. cool. From and living then, in Asia. Yeah. Okay. And a little bit of Hindi. You should come when I get my nails done. I wonder if they like hate me or love me. I think they love me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Don't you go? No, you're right. I'm 28 because I haven't. It's not my birthday yet. Yeah, we just celebrated your birthday. <laughs> like, so you're 28. Yeah, you 28 and turning. When are you turning? When's your birthday? In December, so it's like way your birth- oh, so wait, your birthday was in December. <laughs> what? That was December. Yeah. yeah, that was the fall. That feels like last month. <laughs> it's two months ago. Really? Yeah. For me, it feels <laughs> like it was like two years wait, ago. So as a rapo, what? What day yeah. in December? Eighteenth. Eighteen. I'm November eighteen. Really? Yeah, we're a month apart. Do you know anything but, about like, several years? I'm like, do you know anything about signs? <laughs> yeah, she's a older. she's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. I learned. Um, you're a Sag. Yes. <laughs> I don't like there was I don't... a tone of like you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scorpio. So my Venus is in Sag. That's why I date the way I do. Because like yeah, his, pe- his, his penis is in Vag. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. No, but seriously, yes, because I had this guy come up to me, he was like, What's your sign? I'm like, Sagittarius. He's like, Oh, you cheat a lot. I'm like, <laughs> that was his pickup line. Yeah, it, no, did but it he work? was like, "You're you're a cheater." No, it didn't work. Okay, and it didn't like, sound like it would work. I was like, "Excuse me," and then I was like, "Yeah, well, that's true." <laughs> that's what you said to him. Do you know about? Are you a cheater? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
See, I'm not a cheater. I like don't cheat. I'm very loyal. I'm loyal when I should even be loyal, but I'm like, I'm definitely, um, I, I actually, I yeah, no, I get bored easily. But you'll just end it. Yeah, I'll just end it. Yeah. How do you end it? Are you a text ender? But do I also like my issue is like I'm into like unrealistic you know what I mean like obviously like I like I want what's not possible like yeah. I've definitely like been like I've obsessed over a guy like on the east coast before it's like he wasn't even that great I think it's just like I like the fact that it was exciting when I saw but him. that's the thing it has to be exciting right yeah. so it, yeah that's why it's so hard but, I, but for- you but I think we as people like I like I've realized that like I've created so many like I make situations more exciting than they are in my head oh yeah which is like making which of that yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone does that because it kind of gets you through your day yeah I mean it's, it's, it's exciting it's something that's like not that exciting exciting yeah exactly but then you're like wow I might be completely delusional and then yeah. it's like you have to like rethink it but I, you're also like, like giving too much value to things that don't deserve it or like you know I don't know maybe but I'm also the other way around when it comes to guys like they can say the most beautiful things to me and I'm like I don't believe you I think you're a liar like to all the guys but that's just because I don't have Super much respect for them, I suppose. <laughs> I think it comes down to in- intimacy, right? I think um, a lot of the times we can all do this, pick partners who we don't want to get so vulnerable with and be so intimate and risk getting hurt. So we pick a partner that we know that it has to end. Thus, we can't actually get hurt because we know what's going to happen. See, the, like if I'm honest, and this is also just going off of like me being a little bit younger, me in my younger 20s, I would like sleep with guys way too quickly and like think that it was going to turn into something when obviously like they already, you know, and it, oh, yeah. I used to be like, well, why would a guy like, you know what I mean? Like, why are they not going to go for me? Why are they going to go for this other boring girl? But like, it, I think there really is something behind that. Like behind what? Like being too intimate too quickly. For like sure. guys will never take you seriously. Yeah. yeah. I think and girls I think, and guys. And I think both I, ways. I, I, yeah. But I just think that like for like, I don't know. A lot of my earlier twenties is like relationships that ended up like that, that like turned into like kind of like a hooking up situation where like, I'm like, they're going to ha- have to be into me. I'm so cool. And I could still like find them cool, even though like not necessarily if they were, but it just, it, it, it never was going to like change right. what the situation was. I think when you hook up too soon, sometimes you miss that level of building trust. And those sort of deep little like but, moments well, of intimacy. I, I think it's also just like a chemical thing where it's like, I'm not able to, like, I already got what I wanted. Oh, so shit. I'm not even able to see any of this other shit. That's oh, so cool, you're saying whether... you're sort of have that role when you hook up with a guy. Yeah, too like, soon, like, you're like, over them. No, guy. no, I'm saying they're over me. Oh, they're over you. But I'm fucking cool. And they don't realize that I'm like, I like my point Idiots. is I've, I'm like, what I'm saying is I've been into guys who I think I am way better than that. I shouldn't have never even been into, but like <laughs> probably would have like, maybe if I didn't have sex with them so soon, they would have realized how cool I am because like, I am cool. Like I, there's not a lot of girls in LA. Like most girls in LA just like want a guy that makes money or, you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. I'm like not even remotely like that. Like I can take care of myself. I can probably take care of another guy, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but, my friend. I, it's my love <laughs> Take care of all of us. But uh, I think that's the thing for, like for me, it's like if I, if the guys are too soon to make like the moves, I'm like, okay, he's not serious. Yeah. I, the thing for me is like, I'm just, like, well, also, this is me in my earlier 20s. I would say, like, just being horny and, like, not being able to control myself. Yeah. You know? Whereas now I, like, have a little bit more ability to control myself. I'm like, okay, you need to take me home now. Because <laughs> I'm getting wet. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? That no, I don't actually say that. <laughs> uh, but, um. Make signals. 
but yeah. Can you tell the story uh, about <laughs> the, the, the? I don't. I just remember this today before you got here. But the story about when you were managing um, at a restaurant at night, and uh, do you know the story about like the booth and like? <laughs> I think you told me this. Why you stopped managing? <laughs> oh, because I was sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping in a booth. Yeah, I got fired because I was sleeping in a booth. Where, and it's not like the wait, first wait, time wait. I got caught. Like I got caught multiple times. Wait, where was this? This was at like, Kitchen Twenty Four. But 24? I worked overnight shifts and like. Oh, a, so you you were sleeping at an overnight shift? Yeah, I was sleeping. So I was and I was sleeping fair. at like and it was like seven in the morning and it was like me and one other server, <laughs> and like it was Will and like we were close. Yeah, he I was, was on like, a few days ago. I, yeah. He was on the podcast like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, oh, Will? Will? Will. <laughs> yeah, so I would be working with him and he, and like it'd be the end of the night and he'd be like finishing up things and I'd be like, I'm going to lay here, like wake me up if Romy gets here. <laughs> and then she came one day and she like freaked out because I'd already been caught like by my manager. But like I was really good at my job at the same time. So I kind of got away with it. But Did, were there times when someone was like, uh, hello, can I get a call for you? No, because I, I would like lay down and like. I don't know. Like Will would be there, so he'd be oh, there he'd to create a guest up. or he'd yeah. Back you up. I see. Yeah. I feel like that's rough that those jobs even exist. I mean, I would go in at 10 p.m. and I'd bartend and then like you know, then I me being the hustler that I am would like try to cut everybody so I could just take all the tables and make all the money while also getting, you know, paid a little bit more. So I would like be exhausted by the end of the night. Plus I would like go teach yoga 4 hours later. So Wow. It was it was definitely hard work. I was definitely younger and had more energy, but it was definitely exhausting. And then, I mean, and it, my attitude just got kind of shitty. But don't get me like that was also another really good job that taught me a lot because you deal with a lot of shitty people and you have to be patient. But you also meet a lot of really cool people and people who like are extra nice to you for no reason. And it kind of gives you hope a little bit. I started yeah. off um, recently. I, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll get like a restaurant job so I have more time just to focus on acting and yeah. like, you know, it's flexible. And I spent, <laughs> which is the classic thing to do in LA, right? And um, I it was there for 48 hours max, like for two days and I quit. <laughs> and you quit? And I was like, because I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to like, I did this. He was in a way, way more strict place. Though. Very high up, like where the elite of the elite go to of uh, the world, basically. Um, <laughs> it was the UN <laughs> many tables at the UN Hello, welcome. No, which country would you like and I was there and I was like just kind of saw the path where that leads and I was like like strip club <laughs> that's where it leads yeah. to strip club yeah because like no wait wait I'm confused never mind what no wait, no, no no I was working at I mean, uh, like a high end um, high like, like not not a like not Soho house <laughs> okay but a different like a higher <laughs> version of that in my head I just thought higher <laughs> I thought higher High, like, high class, high class oh, yeah, 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 strip yeah, yeah. club. I just made it a strip club in my head for some <laughs> reason. Interesting. But I was basically I was there and I was like I, I was like I don't want to do this. Like I'd kill. I'm good at it. Like, but it just didn't make sense and it's time consuming. And it was like when I had to work till one, I was like that's too late. I'm in my thirties. I don't want to like be working till like one and closing at two and getting home at three. Like, you know. And I was like, do you feel like there is a cutoff age to those types of jobs or it just? I the thing is I don't think there's necessarily cut off. I for me there was like I like even with like the biggest reason I left car sales was also working weekends. Like I can work long hours. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have to work long hours to like. It is nice that I have the flexibility, but I'm gonna have to put in the time to be successful at the job that I have now. But that working weekends, like just watching people on social media on a Saturday when you're and like. I always sold cars on Saturdays, but the day there were definitely days that I didn't sell a car and to not sell a car on a Saturday, like to blank on a Saturday is the worst feeling ever. Cause you're not only missing or a holiday, 
you're not only missing that holiday or that weekend, but you're also not making the money that you're supposed to be making. Like that's the whole reason you're working on the weekend. It's the fucking worst. Same thing in the restaurant. If it's a slow Saturday night, it's like, what the fuck right. yeah. am I doing with my Saturday? Like I should be, I'd rather, and like, as I'm getting older too, it's not even like I should be out getting fucked up. It's like, I'd rather be in bed watching TV or like making myself a meal at home. Like I appreciate so much more of time sure. to myself than I ever did when I, when I was in my twenties, I'd be like, you suck, but I still want to hang out with you because I just want to be around someone. Not that you suck, but you get, you, you suck, get, Amanda. You get my drift. Like I, I feel like in your earlier years, you just want to be around people. You want to be social. You're just, whereas now like I enjoy my own time and I enjoy myself so much more than I ever did when I was younger too. Do you feel like you've met more of your closer you friends? Cool now or from they're from before so i i've met i've met close friends throughout my life at different times and i've had different like stages with different friends like there's been friends that you know i've like i've stopped talking to you for a little bit and then we've rekindled our friendship and i i think i've met some and i i the people that i think i don't know how i was when i met them or how they were at that level but they've also grown since that Point. So I think it's just important to be around friends that like are continuing to grow. Cause I also have some friends that I think aren't growing as much and I'm kind of distancing myself from those people. Cause it's like, if they're not growing, they kind of, we're the sort of living the same movie over and over again. And you're on the sequel and yeah. they're still on the first one. Essentially when people don't grow. Yeah. I for sure understand that. Exactly. But when they, the friends that do grow with, those are the best. They are. you like mature together. You're like, you're, you're developing. You can see that. And, and you grow in different ways. So you yeah. can essentially just feed off of each other. Yeah. And, and I, like, we've talked about this before. I'm a firm believer in just like hanging around successful people. Like you'll naturally be more successful. 100%. Definitely. It's, it's a habits thing. It's It literally is a habits thing. Yeah. It's like the, the best quote is like, if you do all the habits every day to prevent your room from becoming messy, you'll never have a messy room. I have not achieved that yet. Sometimes I wake up like this morning. I woke up and I was like, "Oh my god!" I like literally, I start scrubbing my bathroom and cleaning my whole room. I was like, "What am I doing?" I'm like, "You can't be living like this." It wasn't that bad, but like you know, sock here and like you know, popcorn on my desk. My like, my mom just came and visited me and like reorganized my entire apartment, yeah. which is so nice because Sweet. it's like I love being organized, but I'm like I'm such a disorganized person. Yeah, same. same. I'm relatively clean, but I mean I'm definitely clean like as far as like cleanliness, yeah. but I'm definitely I can get messy and disorganized. That's sure. the biggest issue. My dream is like minimalism. But like yeah. uh, purposeful minimalism. Like like right now we have in my apartment I think we have like 50 plants. Which is a bit too much. Like, this apartment has the perfect amount of plants. Yeah, you have some cute plants. Yeah. Is that a real plant right there? They're all real. I just water They're them because they don't water them. Do you get a lot of sunlight? They do. Like, that one is probably dead. Like, I put it out there. <laughs> yeah, no, but I honestly I put it out there. So here's the thing, because I, I need a plant right now, because I'm obviously, like, decorating a little any? bit. Those ones I have that one. No. Okay. Oh, so, I have a bonsai tree that is dying. It is okay. Yeah, that's two dead. plants that are super low light. Like my room now gets no light. Uh, the snake plant. Yeah. Super no light. Oh, you can and get that. that. Uh, this one needs medium, but okay. it can do but good on low light. It, it, it can do good. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's fine. And that one that's called the ZZ plant behind you. Uh, hers is doing quite well actually. Besides the dead ones that are there, it's actually growing a lot of uh, stalks. And you see the one in the middle is the newest one there. Yeah. It's lighter green. Those yeah. are very low light. They can live like literally with like no almost nothing. Okay. So these three would actually be quite good for you to have in your apartment. Okay. I'll take some yeah, pictures. Yeah, you can get so them at Home Depot. You can get them. Um, there's actually a spot on... Um, where do you live? On Lincoln? No, was, well, you live in Santa Monica. <laughs> there's a, a, a famous store near you where you walk in the store and there's this massive pond 
And then the, all these vines growing there. It's ma- it's like 15 feet wide. You know what I'm talking about? No. No, no clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's actually do went it. on a date. Um, <laughs> yeah. To buy plants? <laughs> to buy plants on a date. That's we went for coffee. Then we went to look at plants. It was actually a fun date. That sounds fun. That yeah. sounds like a Brian date. It was a Brian date. Yeah. It was actually her idea, though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She's the I was one. Like, that sounds amazing. You, you know what's funny? One time I went on a date and I like just rode on the back of a guy's motorcycle and then we like went and got food. Yes. But I, I like think about it. I'm like, I'm trusting that person with my life. Like, it's crazy, it's right? It's kind yeah. of weird to think about him, but it, it didn't scare me at the time. I it wasn't even that cool. I would still do it. Yes. Did, yeah. you, did you guys go up into the hills on the bike? We went to Malibu. I, so did, was, I just did that with that's a, 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 nice a friend and it was yeah. it was nerve wracking because we were just smoked hills. weed and like going through like Mulholland and <laughs> okay, I my, helmet was, my helmet was too small. So <laughs> I can't see my face is like getting constricted. I, yeah, I, I broke my foot on a motorbike in Vietnam. Really? Yeah. My last, you I was there for Vietnam. two years. My last six, <laughs> my last six months I was there. Um, I got a motorbike accident. Was really it a amazing. motorbike or was it a moped? So this one was it a Peloton? It was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. It was bike. a semi, so it's in between. So it has gears, okay. but it has no uh, clutch on it. Okay. Uh, and I was going to get a bagel. <laughs> I was going to get a bagel. Um, in Vietnam. Such a Jewish accident. <laughs> and, and I crashed my motorbike going so slow after all two years of riding it. I was in shorts and sandals, not just riding it. Wait, so sand. like, what's the healthcare situation like there? Um. If you have money, it's okay. Um, is it expensive? Like, well, okay, so I went to the hospital. I went to the free hospital or the whatever the local hospital is there, and they wrapped my foot in. T- I never broken a bone before, so I don't know what the process is. So they wrapped my foot in like toilet paper, and then they put a cast on that, and then they sent me home. And I'm like, well, what about the toilet paper? Like, how does that come off? Like, there's no way that's normal. And then my foot got so itchy, and I was googling it, and I was like, that's not a standard <laughs> thing that they do. Like, and so then I went to another hospital there, uh, the French hospital, which is like a higher up, still Vietnamese though. And they cut that off and put a fiberglass cast on. Uh, it's like anywhere. If you have money, you're, the hospital, the healthcare system gets better. If you don't. Dude, if you have money, everything is good. That's true. Honestly. Um, the, like, yeah, money. Another story in bam. Vietnam, my buddy crashed and um, he broke all of it, like a ton of his bones, crashed into a mountain when we were driving across the country. And they basically were like, he's going to probably lose his leg. If you don't operate, and we're like, great, operate, and they're like, it's ten thousand dollars. We're like, I just met the guy five days ago. I don't, like, yeah. I don't have ten thousand dollars, but I'm like, sure, his family will pay. Like, just, just, just like do it. And I got in this huge fight with this guy. Um, he was because he was he went to school out here too, the Vietnamese guy, and I was like, he's a person. Like, save his life. You'll get the money. Like, this yeah. is a ridiculous conversation. Like, what are we even talking about here? Like, and we had to get the embassy involved, and then the embassy got involved, and then like sent the hospital the money, and they they operated. Um, so if you have money, you're fine. But anywhere, yeah. 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 That's a horrible but way to end this. Uh, yeah, it is. You can just cut that part out. What? <laughs> <laughs> just cut this off. Yeah, like, that was it. a sad what's, story. What's the number one rule in sales? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what you follow up with? Ask questions. I don't know. I thought you were going to say always be selling. <laughs> always, always be, be closing. Always, always be closing. Always be closing. Always be selling Oh, sunset. God damn it. Where can people find you on... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where can people find you? Where can people find me? <laughs> what happened? This is a beta trying what to be an alpha. Yeah. Okay, he's a, such a low alpha daddy, move. Daddy does the editing. It was such a okay, low... Alpha move. It was Let's such go. a low energy, like, where can people find you? Okay. Yeah, that's why it's funny, because it was didn't fit. Okay, so let's we have go. To redo that. Let's you have to go. Say, like, let's you go. have to say like, well, what's the number one? No, you, you, know, you don't have to. I just I knew it was a dumb question, that, but I didn't want to hear about someone. Give us a high them. vibe one. Go three, two, one. Action. If I want to get into sales, what's the first thing I should be doing? Applying to sales jobs. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and where can people find you on social media for more tips like that? Bad girl, Cree Cree. That's right. Kristen Skank, thank you for being here. Thank you. So fun to have you. Thanks thank for you. having me. Three it was people awesome. on the couch. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.